Hi guys, it's Emma with another true crime case for you. Today's the case of Jenna Van Glederen. And this lady went missing on August the 19th, 2017. Jenna went missing from her parents' home in Druid Hills. It's a neighbourhood of Atlanta in Georgia. At the time of her disappearance, Jenna had been house-sitting and watching the family's elderly cat, Jessie. While her parents, Leon and Roseanne, had gone on vacation. Now, on the morning of August the 19th, a veterinary nurse arrived at the home to administer an injection to Jessie, the cat. But when she knocked on the door, no one answered. The nurse then called Jenna's brother, Will, who came over to let her inside. Now that night before, she'd been staying at the parents' house. She had apparently texted a friend and she'd said that she was going to have a lie down. But after that, no one heard from her again. So according to Will, her brother, the doors of the house were locked and the lights and the TV were on. But Will found no trace of his sister and her handbag, cell phone and her car were also gone. Another item Will noticed was missing from the home was a large, heavy Egyptian tapestry that they had hung in the living room and according to Crime Stoppers in Atlanta, the family said it was stolen from its glass frame. It would have taken at least two people to remove this frame from its spot, according to the family, as this tapestry was so heavy. It was of sentimental value and had little money worth, really but leading the family to question why a thief would have targeted it. And if so, why would, why would she go missing at the same time? It's the strangest part of the case, Leon, her father said, adding that the police told him that they had never seen anything like it and it still remains missing today. On the 5th of September, 2017, Jenna's dark blue Mazda 6 sedan was spotted along a road in northwest Atlanta, and this was reported by the NBC News. The car was found unlocked, and her handbag, suitcase and clothing were inside. So was she gonna go somewhere? She had a suitcase with her, but yet she texted her friends that night to say she was going to have a lie down. But yet she had a suitcase in her car. I mean, I know some people do have a suitcase in their car if they travel often, maybe. But um, her father said that the car was covered in leaves and various other debris, and that compartments were open with items strewn about in the interior.
almost as if somebody had been going through it to see if there was anything they could take. There was also evidence that another person other than Jenna had driven the car because the front driver's seat was pushed back and Jenna was only four foot odd so she obviously wasn't driving it at the time that it was left and this was indicating that a much taller person had been driving. They were searching for a cell phone charger that didn't match as well because Jenna's phone wasn't the same as the charger that was found in the car. Police found further evidence inside Jenna's car but this has since been returned to the family. After Jenna vanished, her parents found out she had two cell phones, one on their T-Mobile family plan and another on a private account, but nobody seemed to know anything about the fact that she had two phones. Did she have a secret life? Was it a work phone? Jenna's second cell phone pinged at a tower in Fairburn, Georgia around 20 miles away from her home at approximately 7.15 a.m. on the morning that she vanished. And around the same time, her car was spotted by a license plate reader camera back in Atlanta. So her car was 20 miles away from where the phone pinged. It's unknown if Jenna was in her car with her phone or at the location where it pinged. But police were very confident that the car and the phone were not in the same place. Following Jenna's disappearance, her brother was able to access her phone records and social media accounts. And although a series of Google chats the family learned that she'd spoken to an unknown individual the night she'd vanished. The individual was pressuring Jenna to leave her family home and return to her apartment. However, they'd not been able to determine who sent this message to Jenna. Jenna was diagnosed with high-functioning autism in 2016, although she was independent and had moved out of her parents' home in the months prior to her vanishing. She'd only been at her parents' house while they were away. Jenna was extremely trusting and vulnerable, and that's what could have been the reason why she could have possibly been easily manipulated. Whoever this was that had been texting her was pressuring her to go back to her apartment. But for whatever reason, she must have said no. While working at a local pet store, Jenna had been coerced by certain men to steal approximately £3,000 from the company which had led to her termination. So she was obviously easily swayed on certain things. When the family later accessed Jenna's records, they discovered 
She had been making payments to somebody through a Western Union since 2015 and the transfers had stopped in the months leading up to her disappearance. So had this been the reason why this person had come to her? Because she'd stopped giving them money? Her brother believes Jenna was unwittingly involved in nefarious activity. Jenna was last seen possibly wearing a green t-shirt with San Antonio on the front, a black tank top and black yoga pants. She's 4 foot 11 inches tall and weighed approximately 140 pounds with long black hair and brown eyes. So the police were asking for anybody with information to please contact the GBI tip line on 1-800-579-8477 and they do have a £50,000 reward for any information regarding Jenna's disappearance. So what do you think guys? What do you think happened? She obviously had a second phone. Did she have a private life that her family were unaware of? Why did her phone ping in one place, but yet her car was spotted 20 miles away? Had this person taken her to an unknown location, left her there? Or had they got rid of her phone? Or was she driving the car and had she dumped the phone? But why? Had somebody come to the house that night because she'd stopped giving them money and tried to take this tapestry thinking it was worth something because it was so big and heavy? Did, was there two people? Was there more than one, you know? Did they take her that night? What did they do with her? Or did she leave on her own accord? But why dump her, leave a handbag in the car and her phone? Lots of unanswered questions for the family and barely any answers. So obviously family is still very worried. She's still not being found and they are asking for anybody with any information to come forward. The family do have a help find Jenna Van Gelderen on Facebook. It has just been a couple of months ago, the anniversary of her disappearance. And they are thanking all the friends and volunteers who have spent days searching, along with Cadaver Dogs in the Fairburn, Georgia area. So if you are a diver or you are a hiker and you are in that area, in the Fairburn area of Georgia, um, th- have a look on the internet, see where she last was, see where the phone pinged. And, you know, when you're hiking, just keep your eye out for anything strange, you know, and um, please get in touch with the tip line if you know anything or if she was friends with you and she told you anything in the lead up to her disappearance because family really needs some answers now all right thanks guys thanks for listening that's another missing persons case it'd be great to solve it thank you bye
Thank you.